Homage to the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha. Welcome back my young friends. We're looking at a little short sutta just to accompany this Dhanakata, this Buddha's instructions on giving. Miss Deva came to the Buddha and he had these series of questions he wanted to know about knowing what we give. And so his questions were, giving what does one give strength? Giving what does one give beauty? Giving what does one give ease? Giving what does one give sight? Who is the giver of all? Being asked, please explain to me. So these were the types of questions that the Deva had asked. Now it's very useful for us because sometimes we don't consciously know what we are giving when we give certain things. And sometimes it's really important, it gives more weight, more gravity to, to the types of things that we can give. Buddha's answers to this deva are giving food, one gives strength, giving clothes, one gives beauty, giving a vehicle, one gives ease, giving a lamp, one gives sight. The one who gives a residence is the giver of all. And when we look at these answers, we realize we don't sometimes consciously know that that's what we give. So with food, when we give almsgiving, when we give to stray animals, when we give to beggars, when we give to people who are having difficulty in buying food, then we know that we're giving them strength, we're giving them vitality because they would, if they didn't have that food, it would be very difficult for them. And same with when we leave food out in our gardens for animals like birds who come along, we're giving them strength. Same with when we see stray animals and they look emaciated or very hungry, when we give them a little bit of food, we know that we're giving them strength to at least get through the next little little bit of time. Now when it comes to giving clothes and giving beauty, the word in Pali is vanna. Vanna can also mean appearance or color. So when we give clothes or material, it's really maybe even to give a respectable appearance or if they were semi clothed then being able to clothe them so that they have that good appearance and then when it comes to the vehicle when you think about ease it's also about the ease of travel the ease of movement the ease of ease and comfort maybe so if one had to walk through the elements whether it's raining or very very hot or all kinds of other difficulties when you give a vehicle you're helping someone to have more ease around that then giving a lamp one gives sight that one is relatively obvious, but there may be a deeper meaning to that. And then when one gives a residence, you, you're the giver of all. I mean, when you think about a residence, that means a person doesn't have to sleep out in the open. A person doesn't have to be subject to the elements. It, there's a relative amount of safety. So it's good to contemplate and think about the meaning behind what we give. And then when we know that, when we give it, we really have that intention behind it as well. At the end of answering those questions, the Buddha didn't finish there. The Buddha went on to say, but the one who teaches Dhamma is the giver of the deathless. So that's a very powerful statement. What the Buddha is saying is that if you teach Buddha Dhamma and you repeat Buddha's words, if you teach them in a gradual or sequential way, if you follow Buddha's instructions in teaching them, you teach with compassion, you don't hurt anyone as you're teaching, whether it's yourself or another. If you don't take anything material from those teachings, then really what you're doing is you're actually sharing the ability to end all suffering. 
And so that culminates in Nibbana, the deathless. So when one teaches Dhamma in this way, then you're actually helping someone to develop path and fruit and the way out of suffering, the Noble Eightfold Path. Now, what's linked with this is really the Buddhist statement that Sabadana, Dhammadana, Jinati. So the gift of Dhamma excels all other gifts. So some of us, when we're young, you, can't, you don't get the opportunity to teach yet. But there are many ways to start building towards that. So when you learn the Dhamma, you're learning something that helps you to practice the Dhamma. And then eventually, as time passes, you become proficient. You become able to share the Buddha's words to teach Dhamma. But there's all these other things that fall into the category of Dhammadana. And so let's let's go through a few of these because I think it's really important to, to consider. So for example, when you share a link to a good Dhamma talk, then that's Dhammadana. When you uh, offer, whether it's an e-book or a physical book of the Buddha's words, so it could be the Majjhima Nikaya, Sanyata Nikaya, or something like that, something from the Sutta Pitika, you give that as a gift. When you, someone has a question, a friend, uh, a sibling, a parent, and you're having a discussion, when you contribute to that, that's Dhammadana. When someone is teaching and you help them, you tell, help them with sutta research, you help them with formatting their presentation, when you help them with their electrical equipment or their the technology, that's also dhammadana. You're part of a very wholesome thing. When there's a retreat and you help with setting up the chairs, when you help with cooking for the retreat, when you help with uh, people who are on the retreat, they have difficulty, you help them. That's all part of dhammadana. So there are many, many different ways that sometimes we don't really realize, but there's a lot that can be done in order to help. Even translations from Pali to English or another language, or being able to publish something, whether it's online or physical material, is also helpful. When you set up something at school for a, for a talk or invite a speaker, same kind of thing, you're participating in helping people to be free from all suffering. So this is something also to consider and also to consider in the context of how you want to grow in Dhamma in that way. Because the earlier you start, the better it is. It's a bit like when you have an exam, the earlier you start to study, the better it is. The same thing with Dhammadana. So the more ways you find time, it's also part of giving because you give up your time or sometimes you give up your money. like. If you have to print something for other people or if you have to pay money for something, then you're giving that up, that which you would have spent for yourself. And so you spend it on others as, as the gift of Dhamma. It's very, very wholesome. So these are the little things that when you're young, you don't often think about how can I contribute? And so there's little ways. Even when you ask a question, a very useful question that can be coming from how you contemplate the Dhamma, how you meditate. And when you ask in a forum or where that question is answered in a wider forum, that helps others because sometimes people are scared to ask from their practice. They wonder, oh, is that a silly question? But when you ask that question, particularly from your own experience of practicing the Dhamma or contemplating the Dhamma, then that can be really helpful for other, other people as well. So that's also part of Dhammadana. So, 
that's a short little session just to go through what we can give and we can end here. We can finish our short little session here. Let's share the merit with all sentient beings. May all beings be happy and well. May all beings be free from suffering. Blessings of the Triple Gem, wishing you well. Peruan Saranai.